Star Wars 7x7 episode 2259. We know how Force users work in the galaxy far, far away, or at least, you know, to some degree. But out in the unknown regions, out in the chaos, how does the Force work there? And how do people use it? Well, we've got a little bit more in the way of answers. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, we're continuing on in our conversation about, here we go, Star Wars colon Thrawn Ascendancy, open paren, book one colon Chaos Rising, close paren, or let's just say Chaos Rising and be done with it. This is the first book in a new trilogy by Timothy Zahn that chronicles the early days of Thrawn and his rise within the Chiss Ascendancy. Now, one of the things that's happening in this book is world building, right? We talked about this a little bit yesterday. A lot of world building is being done in Chaos Rising. And one of the things specifically that's happening, which, you know, I don't necessarily think was, you know, part of the broader picture of world building, but it's something that's happening in and around the margins of things. And I think it's probably one of the things that's going to be most fascinating to a broader spectrum of Star Wars fans. And that is how people interact with the Force in the chaos. Again, that being the term for the area of the unknown regions where the Chiss and a bunch of other species are operating. So we got a hint of that previously in other Thrawn novels because of the term Skywalker and the particular task for that person. So Skywalkers and yeah, that's a whole other conversation that this is what they're named. But Skywalkers are kids within the Chiss Ascendancy who are able to pilot their ships through hyperspace. So they don't have conventional hyperspace navigation, and I say conventional meaning what happens in the known galaxy. Instead, these Force-sensitive children have what's called third sight, and it allows them to for all intents and purposes, connect with the Force and use that as their means of helping the Chiss navigate through the chaos, which is so named because of these supernova anomalies that have made it so very difficult for people to navigate reliably. Instead of doing short jump by jump by jump things, which they can do with just conventional navigation like they do in the regular galaxy, to be able to go farther and faster, they need to rely on these Skywalkers to help them move around all of these uh, galactic anomalies. Now, another aspect of Third Sight that's kind of interesting is that it goes away. So the Chiss children that happen to be blessed with third sight, they lose it on average by the time they turn 14. And when that happens, they have to obviously give up that role and they get retrained into doing other jobs in Chiss society. And generally speaking, they also tend to get adopted into one of the nine ruling families if they're not part of a ruling family already because apparently it's very prestigious to have a Skywalker or even a former Skywalker within a ruling family. So it seems like Skywalkers are taken care of long after their abilities are gone. But the Chiss apparently are not the only people who can do this sort of thing, who can use 
force abilities to navigate through hyperspace. There is also at least one other species represented by a character named Kilori, and they don't identify his species in the book, just a planet or, you know, a you know race. It's hard to tell because it's not really made specific, but Uandualon, like that. Anyway, Kilori is also able to connect with what he describes as the Great Presence, and that is in title case, Great Presence. And he is part of a navigator's guild that gets hired out to help people move through hyperspace at quicker rates. He is what's known occupationally as a pathfinder, but when he talks about the Great Presence, he goes into a trance and I guess he has sensory deprivation headphones or headsets that he wears to be able to do this. I don't think the Chiss uh, Path uh, Skywalkers actually wear headsets. They just slip into a trance. But anyway, this particular character, Kilori, puts on sensory deprivation headset, drops into a trance and connects with what he refers to as the Great Presence. There is a moment where he is fearing for his life and thinks about the Great Presence and wonders whether he would be absorbed and lost forever or would he be deemed worthy to ride the hyperspace ridges guiding future pathfinders through the chaos? So that almost seems to have a similarity to the notion of the cosmic force versus the living force. Being absorbed and lost forever would be going into the cosmic force, right? But being part of the living force means that you're alive, but being able to sort of manifest your spirit out of the cosmic force and be able to communicate with beings that are alive for you know our discussion purposes right like force ghosts for example sounds kind of similar to the notion of being able to ride the hyperspace ridges and communicate and guide other pathfinders so all of this is pretty fascinating stuff but it's also very limited in the sense that it's only about people who can use the force to help with navigation right it's a very specific ability and so on the one hand, you know, that definitely creates a unique situation, right? It's a situation where we can hear all these stories about things going on in the chaos with the Chiss Ascendancy and all these other races and beings with which they're interacting, and it removes us from the Jedi and the Sith world, and it kind of expands the galaxy. It makes it bigger and more fascinating, but it does lead you to wonder that when they demonstrate that the force and being able to interact with it with a in a way that goes beyond what your average character can do exists at what point are they going to end up expanding this are they going to end up introducing characters who have force abilities that go beyond just navigation i mean it seems like they kind of open the door with that by expanding this range of characters and the way that they interact with the force giving us more possibilities in that regard so what do you think about that would you like to see characters out in the chaos like the chiss and these other species have force users similar to the species we see in the known galaxy let me know wherever you catch the show if it has a comment section there and if not then home base for the show at sw7x7.com there's one other thing i want to share with you that tie well two actually that tie in to yesterday's episode before i do that i want to give a quick shout out to our friends at audible and thank them again for allowing me to offer a free audiobook download free 30-day trial you've heard me say it before i'll say it again sw7x7.com slash audible once again that's sw7x7.com slash audible and thank you so much for supporting the show so yesterday i was talking about that
that movie, The Limey, directed by Steven Soderbergh and written by Lem Dobbs. I mentioned a movie that they worked on later called Haywire that featured Gina Carano, Cara Dune, and Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. What I forgot to mention is that The Limey actually features Terrence Stamp, who of course is Chancellor Valorum in The Phantom Menace. And, funnily enough, those two folks, Dobbs and Soderbergh, also worked on one other movie before that, which was called Kafka, and guess who was in that? The other Obi-Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness. <laughs> Pretty wild. So, yeah, a lot of Star Wars connections with those two, which is really kind of fun. Anyway, at least it was to me. So, that's going to do it for this episode of the show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.